0: Fit, I am my new, my admit, <laughs> Welcome Yo, back man, to the Color Theory Podcast soulmate, It is your host, always doing the most TZ, aka Young TZ It ain't easy being wheezy For all you asthma homies out there A.K.A. Childish Bambino A.K.A. Biracial Angel Got a white mom with a black dad A.K.A. Mayor of Smack City A.K.A. Tubba Gump And I'm here with the homies
1: It's your boy Tyrell A.K.A. Strong Tall and
2: Handsome A.K.A. Ishtamaza
0: Thank you And it's
2: your boy, Young Yosh, a.k.a. FamTasia, a.k.a. Ducky, a.k.a. Mexican Simba, a.k.a. Short Native But My Dick Tall, a.k.a. Black Falcon, a.k.a. Falco, a.k.a. Squirtin, a.k.a. Apple Cheeks, a.k.a. Honey Jordan, a.k.a. Hoodie Jordan, a.k.a. damn Jordy, a.k.a. Claivorant Falcon, a.k.a. Chef Jordan Ramsey, a.k.a. Baby Carrot Dick But I Still answer to Fat Diach, a.k.a. Gotta Hear Both Sides.
1: Why? Second to last one's nuts.
2: <laughs>
0: I was running uh, on the treadmill and I thought of it. I'm proud. You y'all gonna multitask watching the NFL draft tonight?
2: I give a shit about sports. <laughs> What's funny is I like I've heard at least five hours worth of coverage, and I didn't know that the uh, the Tua dude was that good. Like they think that he could be that good. <laughs> I really didn't know he was that good.
0: He's, like, Drew Brees-level, like, <laughs> accurate.
2: Yeah, that's what they were saying. And then because they were like, Jalen Hurts is kind of trash, but, like, he was super mature about it. Like Because when they ship him to Oklahoma, they – because, wow, look at me, sounding like a draft expert. I don't even watch the NFL. But they were saying that uh, Jalen Hurts might not be as good as he actually is because we're not sure if, like, Oklahoma player, Oklahoma QB specifically are good and if they're not just boosted up by the offense at
0: Oklahoma. And it's been kind of showing with, like, the past couple draft picks. Yeah I guess we'll see But I uh, I need to get something off my chest here real quick Because I really don't have any other place to do it And so I just want to uh, I just want to say that the, the MLB Can fuck off Real quick <laughs> Because they're so bad at investigating They had to like give the red sox a little slap on the wrist and say hey sorry we couldn't find anything but we couldn't just like investigate you for several months and not come up with something so let's come up with a scapegoat and then you're we'll just give you you know we'll we'll take one of your picks away and then you guys you'll be okay typical boston (laughs) sports team getting
2: off with just a slap on the wrist how i mean okay so where does manford rank in the sports commissioners because the best okay so the best sports commissioner and my unbiased opinion is still Adam Silver. And I'm I dead don't think line. anybody
0: will argue with you.
2: I think it's Adam Silver, then the NHL guy, and then it's a toss-up from everyone else.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, obviously Goodell and Manfred are, like, down at the bottom.
2: Yeah, because uh, Goodell is so fucking garbage. <laughs> He's so fucking trash. Inconsistencies with, like, rules and punishments and shit like that. But Manfred, oh, my God, with the Houston Astros shit and then everything to follow after that. and. He gives the funniest press conferences
0: too. So bad. I'll never forget the uh, the interview he had on the show, and he was it got pretty pretty heated, and he's like, and he left, and he at the end of the uh, interview he didn't even say bye. He's like, all right, and hung up.
2: <laughs> I can't <laughs> believe they had that fucker on there. Oh, it was that's, crazy. When was it?
0: It was last year. Oh my god, that's I don't so remember crazy. when, crazy, but it was last year sometime.
2: Did they have uh, who's the baseball guy? Is it Greg Cody that's the baseball guy with them, or is it what's that other dude's name that they always no, bring on the? No,
0: Kirchin. Tim Kirchin.
2: Yeah, he's nice, and Ultimately, he laughs yeah. because they always do the the the. Um, the looks like. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> yeah. <funny. laughs> yeah. So uh, I just need to get that off my chest real quick. Uh, let's roll right into the color of the day. Hell yeah! Turn up. Today's color of the day. I forgot a soundboard ultraviolet
1: one day we'll get a soundboard
0: hand <laughs> tone color of the year 2018 hell yeah ultraviolet communicates originality ingenuity am i saying that right in, in, ingenuity in, ingenuity <laughs> and gotcha, visionary buddy. thinking that points us towards the future man that describes all of us <sighs> it really sets some, the mood some too. of us are aggressive I I low key miss having my uh my smart my smart light bulb like sitting in the corner so I could change the color of the of the light I could definitely match it up to the ultraviolet light if I had that yeah shout out
2: ultraviolet that's like the color
0: of life of Pierre four it's pretty damn close <laughs> pretty damn close we got three albums this week and uh, you know it's Mm, man, I still don't want to talk about this one, but just—I mean, we kind of we have got, to, I guess.
2: So. We got to get it done. What do you think it did? We did. First week sales come out yet?
0: I haven't can, looked. Can we guess
2: on what we think it sold?
0: It's I. It's going to be really close to West Side. I bet.
2: Uh, it's going to be more, but it's going to be way more. Um, you think can so? you look up album sales for Kirk right now? Because I don't think we're going to have official. Uh, the baby album sales until the end of the week, like once the whole week's up, whenever. Well, I guess tonight. No, they would report Friday. It, Official numbers. It's,
1: it's projected to
2: do. Don't say it. I wanted to guess. Guess.
0: <sighs> you go first. TZ. I'm really bad at guessing. Uh, I'm going to go 50k.
2: I was going to say 83k. All
1: right. So. It's projected to do one hundred thirty thousand to one hundred forty thousand in total activity, including eight to ten thousand in album sales.
0: Okay. So we just combine ours, and that's you know.
2: That's actually a lot more. What did Kirk sell? Fuck if I know. You should be able to get those numbers faster than like the projections, at least. Because there's always stuff that like really surprises me when whenever it sells. Like, What was the thing that really surprised me last time that sold a lot? I texted you about uh, it too,
0: TZ. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what it was. Because it wasn't meantime, Uzi.
2: Because I knew Uzi would sell a lot. Because Uzi sold Jonathan over 300k.
0: Lindale. Kirk came out Kirk.
1: with uh, 145,000 album equivalent units, including 8,000 pure album sales. Okay, so, so d- th- that, that th- 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 one th- I would
2: have th- expected th- to be way more. Like this next projection, I just don't believe it'll
0: be that high. Okay, TZ, go. A.K.A. Baby, rapper hailing from Charlotte, North Carolina. I mm-hmm. also found out that I did not know he, he used to go by Baby Jesus. Mm-hmm. He has been making music or been on the scene, I guess, since 2015. He had uh, three mixtapes. Uh, then 2017, he went into his currency bag and dropped six mixtapes. And uh, now we're here in 2020 with this first project called "Blame It on Baby," which I think is technically his third official album. now.
2: it would be what uh, I saw "Baby on Baby," then Kirk, then that. I didn't so think "Baby on Baby" album. was an official album. I thought it was still a mixtape because that's the one that had Shogun on it.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm gonna be f- frank with you guys. I have never been a De Baby fan. Trash, and I don't think I ever will be.
1: Trash. He's so boring. Fresh, I can't fresh.
0: get into his music. I don't think he has anything to bring to the table. He's kind of like a Takashi. Wait,
2: wait. So at the end of 2018, when I was posting Walker, Texas Ranger, and 21, remember I sent you that too? Yes. And that was before yes. anything. That was literally right before he started blowing up too? Yes. And then I was like, he's got the juice to be mainstream. <laughs> and then he fucking. But it's like, I... who, who would have thought
0: it would come to this? To what you're gonna talk about right now, by <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you some right now, guys. I mean, don't get me wrong, there's maybe a song here or there that maybe catches my attention. Um, I think the last one I could probably think of would be Bop, but I think it's the only song that I liked off of Kirk. Boring. Um, oh, and Lord so gets it made another one. We, we go to Blame huh. It On Baby and the first thing I thought of was let's this article go. by DJ booth and DJ booth ha- did some, some insightful research on figuring out two things. One, does he always rap right before the beat starts? Let's and go. Two, does he always use the same flow? So I go the into the this, second one is yes. I, I went into the, this album thinking, man, let's, let's see how often he uses his, the baby flow uh they went they went back i think uh his two albums i think they went back to baby on baby and kirk and he uses his flow 48% of the time if i took their metrics and mashed it up to this album 7 out of the 13 songs use his flow so we're up over 50% now and I mean, whenever I listen to this, it literally just, like, goes by. Nothing catches my attention. There's nothing I want to go back to. The only thing that I have to say about this is that there's one line in the very first song that sticks out, and I will just never forget it. He says, I turn piss into lemonade, turn shit into sugar. That's chocolate pudding.
2: Ah, that's what it was. <sighs> yep, that was a, I Come could on. not remember what that Come shit was.
0: Come on, man. It's not good. Not good. He, this is going to get... I hope... I really wish this would have gotten the red flannel. It was, close. I, has it he, was yeah. close.
2: It was close. They gave him like a... You gave it a four. Remember I told you I, I
0: watched that instead of listening to the album. It's worthy of the Fantano red flannel.
1: When... So, I listened to this the uh, this morning again, hoping that it'd be better than the first time. It wasn't. But um, the notes that I took were the amount of kazoo kid drops are fucking nuts like why the fuck would you make that your dj drop your dj tag um because like it took me out every single time i couldn't stop fucking laughing um he goes for like the first five tracks without ever switching his flow um when he finally does change his flow it's on sad shit and then he starts to like sing and i don't want to fucking hear this man sing he's not good at it he shouldn't be out here fucking trying this um And again, it's supposed to be sad. He still sounds like mad aggressive. Like he's going to fucking stab you. Um, One, one, one bar that I did want to call out was, and I'm sitting here, uh, I'm sitting here with the car in park while she ride, or ride dick to my song. Shout out to the neon civic on the street the other day. Uh, 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 uh. Um, And uh, again, that was pretty much it. Um, I, I did, I forget which track it is, but he talks about when he fucking shot that guy in Walmart in front of his daughter. And I forgot that that was a thing that happened. Oh, that but was like, when he apart was peaking. From that, yeah, go like, <laughs> that. go it was like it was like,
2: like the, we were still on the, he, the upward trajectory to the pinnacle.
1: The fact that he peaked before he got big is nuts. Like, um,
2: fucking facts, dude. I
1: I lied. I do have one more note, and it's on for track twelve. Whatever the fuck that one was with um, I think it's the one of the it's the one with Ashanti and Meg the Stallion.
0: The uh, only good song on the, the project. Fucking, yeah, nah, yeah. Yeah. nope
1: if he's fucking anyone like he's describing in that first verse he's gonna kill some problem
0: man i think it's violent
2: um <laughs> did you guys did you guys go and listen to 21 yes like the song that i said in the thing and I then did. compare it to what the fuck he's doing now do you notice that oh fuck yeah it was way better do you notice the difference in cadences he uses in his verses he uses multiple flows in the verses and then also the chorus he sounds good singing the chorus too and it doesn't I think he only uses the baby flow, I think in the second verse It was either the first verse or the second verse towards the bridge before the chorus Was the only time that I noticed him hit that pocket that he has not been able to get out ever since But I was like, oh my god, this is the dude that made this song And now we have all this shit that's literally the exact same It's the same cookie cutter template that you put in It's like whenever you go to make a resume or something and you get your default template off of google docs and then you're like you're the hr person you're going through everyone's resume and they all look the exact same that's what the baby songs are just a big stack of boring ass fucking resumes that have the exact same type of shit which is different qualifications and nothing sticks
0: out yeah well, young
2: boy sounded really good on that song though
0: glad we got that one out of the way with because that was trash because i'm Jordan, going baby something. on baby <laughs>
1: Jordan, we still doing the thing where I just give you random
2: albums to rate? Yeah, you don't even have to say it. You just have to do it.
1: Brick Body Kids still daydream.
2: I don't know. Like a f- It's like a 4.5 to me, but it probably should be like a 5.
1: That's fair.
0: Next up, we have The Mysterious Group. It goes by Division. And I just found this out, actually. Um, I didn't know that the the two the duo that was associated with this actually like released who they are. Um, it's an OVO producer that goes by nineteen eighty-five and RB senior Daniel Daly. And it's like that, you know, and it's at the end of the thing where you know the more you know, Rainbow goes across. That's that's the time that was supposed to go there. Division kind of came into the scene in 2016 with their project September 5th. Then they had a project in 2017 called Morning After. We are now on the third album, Amuse in Her Feelings. I was actually really excited for this project because I enjoyed September 5th, and I really enjoyed Morning After. And so I was Wait, which one did you like better? Morning After. Trash. And so <laughs> I was... Hoping that we would definitely be going Along the same lines of what They've been doing in the past And boy was I wrong Whew. Okay, So this album was split into Four sections Tracks 1 through 5 were supposed to be In her feelings then tracks 6 through 9 are Get over it Tracks 10 through 14 are 3am after hours And then the last two tracks are Falling in love again The only solid part of this album was part three, minus Keep It Going. I was not the biggest fan of really anything that was going on in this. And I think the reason why it didn't sit well with me is because I think instead of going down this... I think the production didn't match what was being conveyed lyrically and i don't like sad boy music and this felt like sad boy music to me and that's the reason why like when you mentioned like the kea album that feels like sad girl music to me and i'm just like man i really got to be sad to listen to this and i'm not that sad so i don't want to listen to this like that so
1: yeah this is a very sad album it's not even sad it's just if you're fucking going through it and like want to be emotional and listen to some R&B, sure, I guess. This is what the fucking um and album wanted to be. And it's still bad.
2: So do you not, do a, you not agree? Just, hell no. This is just, a okay, so Division has become the poster child for OVO sound R&B post-weekend and by that i mean everyone that's ever been signed to ovo that has been trying to make R&B music is trying to make stuff that sounds like this because 1985 all of his production sounds exactly like this where it's super atmospheric and it's super blah and uh the whoever the singer is i don't know his name but i just know it's another guy you said it but i just i'm not gonna remember it Fuck it who cares but that dude Whenever he sings on songs, it's just so boring because his voice, it's not like he has a lot of range. He doesn't really, he's not a good songwriter e- either at times because there's so many times on this where I'm just like, like the court side song, who gives a fuck? Who relates to that? Like, I don't make enough money to relate to that kind of fucking story. There's Big like facts. there's like 1% thanks. But there's like 1% of people that can relate to a song like that. And then the Jesse Reyes uh, feature, I don't really like her voice at all I didn't listen to her project but her feature it just made me not want to listen to her at all but division is super just plain Jane vanilla R&B cloud R&B OVO sound that anyone that went to college and thinks they have some kind of personality and really likes J Cole would say that division's super good because it's just so mediocre so blah but i think it's really good millennial background sex music and that's it like it's like lo-fi chill hip hop beats to study to but instead of lo-fi chill hip hop beats it would be like uh reduced seduced r and
0: music to, to have sex to
2: so
1: there, there were some definite baby-making joints on this
0: when i when i i went back to september 5th and uh morning after because it's like man am i did, did I feel like this when I was listening to the other projects or like am I am I missing something and like when I listen to songs like With Me or Hallucinations or Don't Choose I'm like man I am all for like I am feeling the, every the, part of the songs the, the intro song
2: on uh, September 5th which is the um, it's With Me yeah With Me the 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 little i don't know what that sound is but i can just picture it in my fucking head right now the way the beat hits with the in yep in contrast to that sounds so engaging immediately and his voice he sounds really good on that song too and every part of that song i really enjoy even when the extended break once the beat breaks down and they like really extend it when it transitions to the second part of the song and then into the next song is super engaging like september 5th is a really good listen and it's a really good introduction into that sound But I understand why people that liked R&B from beforehand or any of those other times would Mm -hmm. not like it that much because what it comes down to is it really boils down to just plain Jane, Cloud, R&B. And that's all I can think of when I think of Division. And 1985 has a lot of talent. And I think that if he were to give his production out to more people, there would be potential for a lot better songs because different artists on that production would be a little bit more interesting to hear because he's kind of like... It's really weird how in the OVO camp they, like, keep their producers pretty in-house because you never hear anyone on a Noah 40 shebbi beat mm-hmm. except for Drake. But you can always imagine, like, oh, someone else would be dope on it. But instead, no one else has really ever hopped on a beat like that unless it's been on a feature with Drake. And it feels like that's the exact same thing with 1985, and it's really limiting the ceiling of that type of production and then, like, whoever can be on top of it as well.
0: Well, yeah, and, like, when, I know when I was reading a little bit of the inserts uh, the of them talking about, like... The production process and you know stuff like that. They always talk about how like he pushes the boundaries of like what they're doing and stuff like that. I didn't really feel like they were pushing really any boundaries in this album. And the the only songs that I were actually like engaged in were "Greedy" and "Amuse." Those are the only two songs I was like, man, I was like, I'm I can feel what they are actually doing or what they're going through. And I just didn't get that out of the rest of this album. And so. I, I mean, I I don't ha- I'm, was actually really disappointed in this listen because I, I was hoping to get more of what they were doing in the past, and it feels like they, they kind of went away from that.
2: And I think with Don't Choose is the Chopped and Screwed song from Morning After, right? What was that? Because what's no. the title of that song? What's the title of the song on Morning After that's like Chopped and Screwed where it's like
1: the... <laughs>
2: that song is oh. so tough. Oh, and that song was super unique no on that, that is project i just can't remember the title of it right now cuz we oh, talked about God. it last night cuz i played the this song project, i just can't remember go Tyrell.
1: this project is going to fucking hit with the tiktok and ig crowd the like that's the like that's who this was meant for like i can't imagine them fucking making this for anyone else um in the third track one of the uh, one of the lyrics is My circle been looking more like a dot these days, which I'm like, this is fucking in every IG chick's bag. Do you do you this is for them?
2: Do you get that reference? I don't. I think I think this might be a stretch and this might be me just knowing too much shit, but that might be a stretch to that circle circle dot dot song. (laughs) I don't know if you've ever heard that shit. (laughs) I haven't. But P O V is the song. I'll send you it after. That song is tough. I thought that was really unique and I liked how that sounded and I wish they would have did at least one song like that again, but I guess doing it again. I just can't, you know, <laughs> it's just so backgroundy and there's not a lot of stuff to be engaged because the first time I listened to it, I was like, this is really good. This is fine. But then the second time through, I didn't even want to finish it because it just all starts to blend together and it all starts to get kind of boring. Um, So I want to talk about one more song. No Crying. I thought that song would have been fine. Without the fuck that bitch, bitch, bitch in the background, I was like, fuck, that just ruined it for me. Like the whole thing. <sighs> I just did not like that vocal sample at all. I
1: have, I have one more note, and it's specifically about track 11, which I think is greedy, or flawless. whichever one is flawless. Okay, as like, whichever one takes place in the strip club. And it just says strip club regulars are the original simps.
2: Tuesday afternoon strip club regulars. Yeah. Double-cheeked up on a Thursday Thursday afternoon. Hella ass. Anyone who's, like,
1: fucking first person through the door at a strip club, like, the moment it opens at, like, fucking Thursday afternoon at 3 p.m.?
2: If they know you on a first-name basis, it's one thing. But if you're walking in and they already have the wings and stuff prepared for you and they're serving you up at your favorite (laughs) table with your favorite exotic dancer...
0: I can see it. Uh, I yeah. will say the uh, the transition from outlandish to keep it going is actually super fun. It's like the last thirty seconds of that song where it starts getting really upbeat and it's kind of like dancey. Um, transitions yep. into that keep it going. I just wish keep it going was a better song, but yeah, yeah, it, keep it
1: going is meant for TikTok.
0: So this is uh, so it's a disappointing listen. I will I will say. Hopefully, they go away from whatever the hell they were doing in this album. And just go back to making songs like POV and With Me and Hallucinations. Jordan, Liquid
1: Swords.
2: I haven't listened to it recently. And I really, I was talking to my friend about this because the, so the intro and the beat on that, because my friend's trying to do music production. So there's been times over like the past couple of weeks where I've been stuck listening to samples for like hours on end where it's just the same sample being looped and then them trying to figure it out and i just want to put a bullet through my fucking head because you can imagine how hearing the same four second loop for an hour straight it can just get so annoying but we were talking about albums that had really good production on it and stuff that he should study and we talked about Liquid Swords. And he said that he never really noticed how dope the production was on that. And also how like crazy the lyrics were. And I haven't, I haven't listened to it personally in so long. But I always tap out on song three just because it was so much for me. But the very first song is so fucking good on that project. I can't rate it yet because I just don't have it. Like I would have to listen because I'm not going to just give it a rating without it.
1: All right. Well, I'll give you one that I know that you'll have a rating for then. Uh, hell hath no fury. Six. Okay.
2: Alvin. This is out of six. This is out of six, by the way. It's perfect.
0: <laughs> Alvin Lamar Worthy, a.k.a. West Side Gun. Hales from <laughs> Buffalo, New York. Part of Griselda Gang. Griselda. Who just got a deal with Shady Records a few years ago. He has released two solo albums, seven mixtapes, four EPs, and four collab projects. Dude puts out music. He had three projects last year. Pray for Paris, first project in 2020. A lot of people are really excited for this. Griselda has been really pushing to to be at the forefront of of hip-hop here you know over the last couple years and i definitely think that people are aware of who they are now i did not listen to west side until i don't know uh i don't i don't think the first project i listened to was until fly god is an awesome god honestly i didn't listen to supreme blind tell well yes you did not yes. not until – not. I don't think I listened to the full thing.
2: I think so because – okay, so you would have had – I'm pretty sure you would have had to listen because the introduction would have been The Cow because remember I could not stop talking about The Cow and that's a West yeah. Side Gun song. So that would have for sure been Introduction. And then Supreme Blind Tell came out a year after that. So I'm almost positive that you did listen to it. It's you might possible. not remember it. You might not remember yeah. it, but I'm pretty sure you did listen to it. Yeah.
0: So a couple notes I made. This was made when he was attending Paris Fashion Week. And while he was there, he wrote six of the songs. And then he finished the album once he got back to the States. Uh, Virgil Abloh designed the cover art. And um, I think that when I when I ever I listened to a Griselda Griselda. Record, you know, you're in a Griselda record when you hear their tags, and you Griselda. immediately hear the tag. And the second Griselda. song Griselda. comes out, with <laughs> and it's like you once you hear that, you're in. Like, it's there's no there's you can't get out. Um, and I, I think that you know, it I I since I don't have a lot of familiarity with West Side, I thought it was really interesting that. The production on a lot of these songs was actually pretty mellow And ended up being smooth And I guess I guess I wasn't really expecting that Is that something that they, they sprinkle in throughout? Because I know they do get a lot of uh, really grimy, hard-hitting production From producers like Derringer, for example um, But I know like they have an Alchemist beat on here and, and stuff like that, and that That ends up not being quite as hard-hitting
2: Shout out Jay Versace for the Versace beat. Yeah, yeah. He he. Jay Versace's playlist on Apple Music is so fire, if you ever look at it. <laughs> like, that dude has great taste in music for being such a fucking weirdo.
0: But is uh, on, on, like, West Side's projects, dude, does he sprinkle in, like, smooth production like that, usually?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so if you go back to um, uh, Fly God... There's, like, some <laughs> Apollo Brown joints in there, and, like, they're, they're sprinkled in throughout, but sometimes you just have to pick and choose because a lot of times it, there is Derringer beats, and the Derringer beats are, like, really super fucking grimy, and same with a lot of the Alchemist beats they usually rap on are super grimy as well. So it, getting a smooth Alchemist beat with these guys is a little bit interesting because it mm-hmm. usually doesn't happen.
0: It was really funny um, reading him talk about getting that Jay Versace beat because apparently he sent it to to Westside like out of the blue, and Westside is like, "Who the fuck is this guy? Like, what? Like, what is he doing? Like, either this is gonna be really good or it's gonna be trash." And so like he listened to it and he's like, right, "He's like, I gotta have this." And now he has like thirty beats from Jay Versace sitting on in on Decky. So like, sh- shouts for Jay Versace for shooting his shot this album though uh i mean i i think it's good i i don't i don't know like i'm, I'm so conflicted on when i hear music like this because it's not something that i generally want to just put on and listen to um but i think that this is a well put together project it was really interesting to hear all of the wrestling references from oh, that's, yeah. ev- from everyone no, this.
2: it's that's how it's always been he always references uh wrestling and shit like that like they they fucking love it they love it so much
0: yeah it's all, all over the place Griselda. yeah but it, one of the things that i always find interesting it's not just like with west side Gun, but it can be other artists as well too he mentions on here a lot where he will make a song in like 15 minutes and i always find that fascinating that, like, artists can hear a beat and they literally just come up with like two verses on the spot or whatever it is. And they're just like, boom, done. Like, I, I, that blows my mind. But, um, a few so, like, of the- his
1: mentality is like, I want to get this done and not overthink it. He's like, I want to put something out that I like and then I'm done with it. I'm not fucking revisiting this. I'm not going to, I'm not going to give myself a chance to hate this.
2: Shout out Kenny Beats. Don't overthink shit.
0: So, I just want to highlight a few things here before, before I hand it over. The song Allah Sent Me is the only song where we hear Westside, Benny the Butcher, and Conway the Machine trade bars, like back to back to back, basically throughout, like a long, long verse where there's taking turns going over that Derringer beat, which is hard AF, by the way. The skit at the end of George Bondo is incredible. When they're talking about Hell Mary, oh my <laughs> gosh! <laughs> I just so want jo- to, join in with them every time. Doom, doom, doom. There's oh, so much
1: uh, fucking energy. It's crazy. Uh, I I feel like, I feel like every time we talk about yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I feel like every time I talk about fucking Griselda, I like Griselda. bring up like a Wu Tang fucking comparison. But that's what this reminds me of is like the heyday of Wu Tang when like when they were kind of flooding the market with their own sound when they were all fucking putting out projects uh and when all the albums had like moments like that skit where it's them interacting with each other and like we see them as more than just an artist we see them as like fucking people and like friends doing shit together
0: i will say i do think listening to west side is easier than listening to conway and that's i don't in, know that's
2: interesting because it's usually the opposite because of the voice like i've no i know people can't get past west side's voice really y- yeah you were one of them i'm pretty sure i have you on wax <laughs> on an old episode where you said that you can't get past his voice like i'm dead ass i, I i'm i'm not gonna do it because it's like hours of fucking listening
0: it's but if fair, i really wanted right. to
2: <laughs> you're probably I'm almost right. positive
0: you know what? I now that you say that, I, I think you're I, I, I think I do remember saying that. But that's also when I was naive, you know. I was also, you know, narrow minded. Wasn't as cultured, well versed in, in the music.
2: Yeah, you were. You were you were just a, you were just not as
0: open minded to certain sounds. <laughs> Anyways. Two lines I wanna I wanna highlight. In no vacancy, he says my shooter shot five n words in a row. We yell bingo. That was hard.
1: I was gonna, I was gonna put that line out there too. It's hard. I forgot to write it down. It's
0: hard. I'm so glad you guys are on a different
2: wavelength than me with these lines because you always, you guys always pick out lines that I don't even give a shit about, and then I'm like, oh fuck, I should have wrote that down.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then in Versace, he has the line "dope spoons blacker than popo." I was like, holy shit, that's wild. That is wild. Y'all don't know who Popo is. Look him up. I'm fanning myself. It's crazy. Uh, No, I think think this is good. And I think that if you're not familiar with Griselda, you should probably get familiar because they're not going anywhere. They will be spamming your feed with music. They ain't slowing down. They coming for your neck. Alright Tyrell Please Follow that up
1: uh, I'll do my best (laughs) Um, There's a lot of fucking art references Like throughout this whole uh, This whole project Like the That opening like track If you want to call it a track um, Is like audio from uh, An art auction Where I forget what fucking Da Vinci painting Is being auctioned off But it was like for 400 million And it's the Right now
0: Salvatore Mundi Thank you
1: Right now, it is the most expensive auctioned painting, like ever. Four hundred
0: and fifty like, million.
1: It's fucking crazy. Uh, then, like, net, like the track right after that is uh, George Bondo, which is a reference to George Condo, who did like um, all the. That's artwork what the that cost of this uh, album
0: is gonna be if you find it.
1: <laughs> it's uh, a. <laughs> Uh, George Kondo did all the um, artwork for uh, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy.
0: Trash. Um, yo, yo. So in genius, <laughs> there was a collage of like nine of his uh, of his pieces put together. They're so cool.
1: Yeah, his art is
0: great. Like you can say whatever the fuck you want about the
1: album, but like his art is fucking fantastic. It's a ten. Um, are we fuck, talking what what about that Fiona Apple? Get
0: the fuck out of here. I'm so excited
1: to fucking argue a tease He bought that Fiona Apple album um, uh, I got two lines Three lines I lied um, uh, Talk about last night's $10,000 bottles of Petrus Sip it like it's juice uh, That's a flex Yeah um, This one's not a line But it's uh, from that fucking ghost face sample At the end of uh, the sixth track uh, You never been in the crib with welfare cheese and fried bologna Shout out government cheese Um, and then uh, fucking Freddie Gibbs has a bar. Uh, I got skeletons in my closet right next to Balenciaga.
2: Fuck, I had that one. Yo, I remember that. (laughs) That one's so fucking fly. He, oh my god, the delivery on that shit. (sighs)
1: Um, the the last note that I have is for uh, track thirteen, tap dance for the culture, because that's the noise at the very end is one of his. uh, I forget who it is, but he's like tap dancing on that beat
0: incredible it's so good and okay it's uh his name is Cartier Williams thank you so good that dude is crazy good
2: okay uh George Bondo was so fire I listened to it so many I listened to it multiple times over when I first started I couldn't get past the first four tracks and by four tracks it was George Bondo and 327 like I kept listening to those two over and over and over Conway's guest verse is so fucking fire he watched those two on that track when he says Rock Nation brunch with an R&B singer getting better acquainted. It sounds so fucking fly when he says that Conway's guest verses are so much better than any of his solo projects every single time He's on a track with these guys. He kills it and he sounds so good. He finds a way to stand out Versus like Westside guns like really unique voice and then Benny's like extremely crazy bars Like on that one, he stands out. And I was like, he sounds so fucking good on that song. 327, the beat is so fire. The beat is so good. Did he produce it? Or are you just saying like shout out to, okay. That beat reminds me of 1999 era Joey Badass song. Like that's uh, the beat I would hear them on, which makes sense why Joey Badass is on the song in the first place. But that's exactly where I was teleported when I first heard that beat. Um... I found the instrumental for it. So I've been freestyling to that for like half hour periods every night before I go to bed. The chorus is so good on that song too. I swear Paris will be prayed for. I need that. It's like uh, Nate Dogg-ish. Like that kind of vibe. That's what I get from it. At least the way that the voice blends into the track. Everyone kills that. All I can remember from Tyler, the creator, is two parts. Is the bitch all that, all that, like Keenan and Kel. And then also the line where he's like, I'm in the back. I have a driver. I'm in the back listening in the front and shout out front. And that's by Pharrell and Jay-Z. Uh, 500, 500 ounces. I, I wrote Freddie Gibbs, at Freddie Gibbs LMFAO. <laughs> so he, <laughs> so, okay, so I have a couple lines that I want to quote and talk about. So the first one is the Kobe died. I swear it might cry when I watched the Lakers. Damn, all our mamas would watch us. Boy, we was neighbors. And I didn't really get this until I opened the lyrics up and I was just reading through them just for fucks, for fucks sakes or whatever. And when I saw the We Was Neighbors, I was like, it's not annotated on Genius, but the first thing that came to my mind was there's the Juicy J song where the the chorus is like Kobe Bryant from the Lakers, now that's Papers. Um, And then he says... The who to neighbors and I was like, holy fuck if that's a who to neighbors reference to the Juicy J song where he says Kobe Bryant from the Lakers that now that's paper. I'm like, holy fuck. That's a fucking bar and a half then it's not annotated yet So it's not confirmed by like any sources, but like in my head That's the first connection I made with that got skeletons in my closet right next to the Balenciaga Shout out Tyrell because that line is so fucking fire as well. Fuck. Yeah, I drop a load and take a load off. That's load management there's only a few rappers that when they say that line, it'll sound as good and as fucking fly as it does. Because, like, there's so many rappers that if they said that, I would just roll my eyes at. But I'm like, come on. I drop a load and take a load off. That's load management. Shout out, Kawhi. And then uh, pulled out the Shout dick. Shout out, snor- Pulled out the dick. She snorted the coke off. And then I put LMFAO on that. That I knew my, you would point out that line. That is my second favorite line about sniffing drugs off dick. My first one is the 0 03 Greedo line where he's like, uh, don't you close your eyes. Oh, what is it? Don't you close your eyes like Donald Glover's bitch. Watch her snort. the No, wait. I'm just, what the fuck is? Re- How does it go on Redbone? Where he's like, stay woke. Because it's like, don't you go and close your eyes like Donald Glover, bitch. Watch her snort a line right off the dick before she sucked the dick. It's like the Gets me so hyped Shout out, shout out O3 Greedo Shout out Crimey. That song is That's so Fucking fly as shit So fucking amazing And then I also wrote uh, I'm gonna Claiborne Kick Really like that song Really like how His voice sounds Where it's like uh, Pitched down And like screwed up A little bit And I think stripped down beats Work really well When the MCs are actually Really good And both of them Sound really good On that song This is a good project.
0: It's a good project. I agree. It's one of my
2: favorite from West Side Gun. But one thing that I did notice is that the only songs that I wrote notes on were songs with guest features. And that's one thing that I noticed with West Side Gun projects is that I can barely remember what he says on tracks. But I always remember what the guests say. The only West Side Gun line that I remember is when he He says, He brings out the
0: best in people.
2: The only West Side Gun line that I remember out of this entire project is when he says "lemonade's a popular drink," and that's because that's a gangstar lyric, and that gets referenced in so many songs, like throughout the course of hip hop. So that's the only reason that stood out to me was that.
0: Yeah.
1: Do you think Do you think that with West Side and like Conway, because you called out the fact that Conway is so much better on a um, as a guest than like on his own solo projects? Do you think it's that like? they either need or provide energy to like other artists to make them like stand out.
2: It probably is a little bit of that, but it's also that I think that when there's the only voice on the track, I probably just sound, I'm probably just a little really disinterested in what they have to say and stuff like that. Be- and fair. I think that it's because the oversaturation has made it at like get to that point because with Benny The Butcher, he hasn't released that much stuff, so then when all of his music started dropping last year, it was a little bit of a breath of fresh air in the same vein that West Side Gun and Conway had just been dropping so much up to that point that I was just kind of like getting overwhelmed with it. And I was just like exhausted by that entire sound, especially if you listen to Mac Homme, the God, Fahim rock Marciano, and then all those people, then the sounds all start to sound the same. And it starts to say, then you throw in crime apple. Anyone that big ghosts has worked with, it becomes a lot of music that sounds super similar. And if you, if you listen to all that kind of shit and you get into that big fucking run, then you start to get so burnt out on the sound. And it's not even like it's bad. It's just that it's so much of it that, it can get exhausting to listen to.
1: Yeah. I was wondering when someone was going to like mention that because like, I haven't, I haven't heard people say that quite yet, but like, I know it's coming that people are going to get burnt out on this sound because that's just what's going to happen. Like when you oversaturate the market, like you will control the market because fuck you're the only person out there, but eventually people are going to want something different.
2: No, I got burnt out on the sound last year. Towards like oh and then you throw in thirty eight special and then you throw in um Cause a lot all, man it, yeah <laughs> you throw it's a in lot. all those people that uh, whoever Shay listens to and it pops up on your feed on Apple Music those guys have the same type of sound as it too and it's just like it's a lot I was telling him about it how I was so burnt out on that sound especially yeah if you listen to Macaulay and for him because they release like crazy too shout out New York rap.
0: It's a good transition to the uh, to that topic that we want to get to right away. Returning to to albums that are twenty plus tracks or an hour and a half oh, long. Fuck. Yeah. I mean, it's not saying that uh, these artists do that, but I think for me, it's really, I. It's not even that it's so long, but that there's so much music, and so, especially if we have a week like this upcoming weekend where. There is a wide variety of artists releasing projects that you want to listen to. And there's just not enough time of the day to listen to them. And so it's hard for me to go back to old projects in general. I don't, I don't listen to old projects really because I'm more, not interested, but the new albums take precedence. So you're
2: saying that you can't sit down and listen to late registration and one sit-through? Because that's like 80 minutes. I mean, oh, (laughs) by the way, there are no, there should be almost zero projects before 2010 where the entirety of it is over 80 minutes because 80 minutes is the max you can fit on a
0: CD. Right. I think if I, well, it depends on what I'm doing. Because I feel like, well, depending on like if I'm out and about or if I'm sitting here, if you're taking a load off, that's load management. Taking a load off, you know, watching Twitch videos or whatever it is, you know. Uh, if I'm just sitting here chilling, I can, I'll can, i listen to it for sure. I'll be able to sit through and listen to it no problem. But if I'm, like, going into my car, getting in and out, it's really hard for me to, like, continue listening to something. It's like, oh, well, maybe I want to listen to this song next or something else different. Like, it's just there's not as easy for me to sit and listen to 18 songs when it's, like, stop, go, stop, go that makes sense
1: yeah. uh i was just thinking about it because like my dad's my dad's fucking old school like he listens to like a bunch of old shit and uh i forget what i was listening to but it was like a newer project and so it was like fucking 13 tracks 35 minutes it was like super quick and he commented on that he's like this seems like really really short and then he fucking reached into the cd collection and pulled out uh an old ice cube joint and i was like this is fucking 80 minutes long and i'm like i am fucking tired uh and like i just like looked at the track list and i'm like i'm fucking daunted by this shit but like and it's not like that with every single like older project but there's some of them where I look at it and I'm just like I don't fucking want anything to do with this dude. anything um, over
0: an hour is like man do I really gotta listen to this
1: even even newer newer albums that are like that because I remember when fucking uh the Carter five dropped I was just like I fucking don't want to listen to this I'm like this is fucking like I want to say it's an hour and a half it's like it's, it's so fucking it's long
2: 20 plus tracks. It's yeah, a it's I, a lot of it's a lot of Lil Wayne post prime.
1: Yeah, Lil Wayne in like the Washington
2: I, Wizards jersey.
1: Oh uh, fuck! Like, I
2: don't mid-range jumpers left and right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's still out there, though, man. He's just,
2: give me the ball. He's posted up on the mid post. He's got like. <laughs> He's got a sixth grader on him and he's still bricking shots. He's going, like, bait, come
0: on. This is going, a layup. Elbow to it's elbow, It's a Manny man. Fresh Beat. Come on. He's running straight lines. Airball. <laughs>
1: <laughs> fucking a sixth grader is still taller than fucking Lil Wayne today. <laughs>
2: That's nuts. Like, he's running he's running elbow to elbow back and forth. Nowhere else. Just <laughs> <laughs> straight lines. Looking for a little oh. variety in your game, Wheezy.
0: <laughs> Gosh. Oh, is that it? That's you just wanted to bring, you know, mention that you listen to a fucking Ice Cube record and just dip off like that. No, that that's all.
1: That's all I had. I was hoping that one of you guys would have more to fucking contribute with that because I got nothing. E- I just put shit up here.
2: Eternal Take, the deluxe version is an is hour Eternal and forty-two take? minutes, and I can sit through the entirety of it multiple times. I have I'm already out. done it. <laughs> I'm out.
1: But but here's the thing: I'm Eternal Take is a new album
2: doesn't matter That's like, but that, that's that doesn't, doesn't matter, matter because i thought we were talking about older projects fuck yeah to pimp a butterfly easy um blueprint easy black album easy how how much
0: ones. does the artist play an effect well no shit
2: like if it's a newer artist i'm not gonna just be like really excited to hear to listen to 80 minutes <laughs> of something i don't know <laughs> really looking forward to dedicating an hour and a half of my day to this but Potential even then, project that might be a waste of time.
0: But even then, like Lil Wayne, for example, like he has been known to be popular. But it's like you see twenty tracks from Lil Wayne anymore. You're like, no, that's different.
2: 2010, I would have been like, fuck yeah. Now, God no. It's like anytime you see an Eminem project, like if we thank the. Fucking Lord, we weren't doing this when Eminem dropped his project because that shit was way too fucking long and I was not gonna sit through that. I would have debated it. How long was You would have had to backpack that bitch. That is way I, too long. I would not have done honestly, it. It's
1: like 20 some fucking tracks. I did like, it for it
2: revival one time and I will not do it again.
1: Fucking hated revival. Um, yeah, no, I had really nothing else. I just oh, it was an hour, four, an hour and 20 tracks, an hour and four
2: minutes. Disgusting. Get that shit away. Get that Republican rap out of my face. He's not. He's a great guy. He has great messages and stuff, and he has a, he's very understanding of everything. It's just that. Come on, dude.
1: The demographic that he's reaching is not the not, demographic that he wants to reach.
2: I do not have a Confederate flag in my possession. Can y'all address the tweet? I do not wear Wranglers. Can you. Uh, <laughs>
1: Jordan, are you ready? Oh, because I don't know what the fuck you were going to say. I got to pull, it. I gotta pull up it up. There.
2: I got to pull it up. It was so fucking funny when I read it. Did you listen to the song I sent you? I did. Yo, Pierre, you want to come out here?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, I was streaming the other day and Jordan had me listen to The Life of Pierre 4 on stream. And I think I listened to it probably two times through because I
2: didn't realize that it was like looping. And I was like, oh, fuck, I've already listened to this. So fire, and I was typing in chat the lyrics to the song as it was going. You were keeping up. Too. My I fingers like, are moving. I was impressed.
1: <laughs> 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 like if if I could hear what was going on in Jordan's room at that time, I just imagine it was just like that fucking keyboard clacking away. <laughs> so I'm like a hacker in the matrix. <laughs>
2: Do you want me to read this tweet? Yes! I want you to describe the picture as well that accompanies it. I don't know if I can describe this picture. It is Um, a fat guy who is so fat that he has no neck and the fat from his chin blends into the fat from his neck.
1: And the original caption on this picture, because it was a tweet, was my meat on Adderall. And then someone quote tweeted it and said... I don't know if I can get through this without laughing As we go through life We find out what works for us And what doesn't There's two times when I should have explained But we can only move forward And reading that You don't get the fucking like The gut punch that is this man's spelling Uh, Through his THRU Find out is one word With V-O and out capitalized Uh, The first what is uh, W-H-T Um, Us is capitalized. End is just the letter N. The next what is also WHT. Doesn't is capitalized and has proper punctuation.
2: None of it's funny other than the fact that there are two occasions where he has allegedly beat his meat while being on Adderall. And that is what that quote tweet (laughs) alludes to. But the wording Uh. of it is so fucking funny. The way that he is saying that he is beat his dick while <laughs> I <laughs> roll <Adderall>. We <laughs> <laughs> find out what works
1: for us and what doesn't. Every God. I wanna shout out this man's Twitter because like everything that he writes is think- like a fucking gut punch.
2: Do you think once he <laughs> once the Adderall kicked in and he's got his dick in his hand? It was like the VAT system in Fallout 3 where he really just locked into it and he was right triggering to confirm the hundred percent accuracy on his dick and you could hear it just click 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 and then it's like in slow motion just It was like a West Side gun ad lib And he fucking beat that dick into submission He's coming it was like a John Jones fight.
1: <laughs> Some 12 o'clock to 6 o'clocks.
2: <laughs> bro, it wasn't 12 to 6, bro. He was hitting 24. 6 to 24, bitch. <laughs> that was an elongated clock, bro. <laughs> that shit was grandfather clock length. St- <laughs> <laughs> but
1: that's the homie. Love him to death. Yeah. Oh yeah, fuck! I, <laughs> like I said, one one day I want to ask him on to get on the pod, but I don't know if uh, if right now is the time.
2: Bro is fucking ten to two in that dick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's <what it's>
2: <laughs> oh, I wish there was a visual component because that would that joke would have fucking hit home.
1: <laughs> oh fuck. Um, Fuck you brought up John Jones And this isn't a topic But uh, fuck there was an interview with I forget who But um Because John Jones was arrested like last month Like kind of recently uh, For uh, DWI and negligent usage of a firearm um, Essentially he was uh, He was ripped off tequila doing donuts in a parking lot While firing a gun in the air And when they <laughs> Yeah it's fucking nuts God, He's
2: so uh, irresponsible when,
1: When he got arrested He's like yelling at the cops I just want to go home and see my kids
2: (laughs) That's on the West Side Gun Project There's a part where he says I just want to see my kids (laughs) Yeah,
1: I just want to see my kids And meanwhile it's fucking 2am You know where your kids are You bum ass fuck
2: Yo he is for real the GOAT He would easily be the GOAT UFC fighter too If he just would quit fucking up
1: (laughs) Yeah Um it wouldn't fuck, even be close either,
2: would it? I don't think it would, because like he'd be uh, he would be a hundred percent undefeated except for that bullshit elbow shit.
1: Yeah, I forget. Like I'm trying to remember who the fuck it was. He was um, who the fuck it was I interviewed about this, but he talked about how he fought um John Jones back in like 2013, and his exact words were, uh, it "The it juice Gustavo? I was on was it Gustavo? No, it wasn't him. Um, but name. he was like." The juice I was on was uh, had more concentrate than Tropicana, and John Jones was still fucking pushing me around the ring. He's like, he's like, it was like I got hit by a fucking Mack truck. He uh,
2: is so graceful, while also simultaneously being a fucking boulder. He is a he is like a thwomp, (laughs) (laughs) fucking up and down. (laughs) That's like raining bows, bro. Yeah, but every time but, uh, I watch him fight, he the 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 stamina combined with like the stamina is like the thing that sticks out the most because he's just so strong and so agile at the same time. Like it's so amazing.
1: In in his weight class, like in the because he's light heavyweight or whatever, he's fucking like untouchable. Like that man is fucking like the goat. And, um,
2: and what's incredible is I literally have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about, but I always love to live tweet the main cards of really popular fights
1: <laughs> that's incredible no uh I, I see i'm trying to think if there's like any other fighter that like comes close to him and like khabib like maybe, khabib maybe but like khabib is not like a fucking very different weight class
2: and khabib's like a bear like he is fucking massive <laughs> he is terrifying
1: yeah, I could Fucking. Uh, I want to talk about this when we had the Tory Lanez. Uh, album because like he has that fucking Conor McGregor. I want to apologize to absolutely thought, fucking no. no one. Yeah. Um, which, yeah, um, that was a fucking like soundbite from four years ago before uh, McGregor got his shit pushed in by Khabib, and uh, I wanted to like comment on how is this Tory Lanez saying that he was the best four years ago and is kind of eh, now, um, but uh, when. Uh, when Khabib and like McGregor fought um, after, K- after McGregor fucking tapped out uh, Khabib whipped his Fucking mouth guard at him Hopped to the fence, jumped into the crowd And started beating the shit out of his fucking like, Punching coach that shit was uh, Which, yeah, it was fucking Beautiful to watch It was pure chaos, but like it was so fucking good Anyway, we can move on I just wanted to call attention to that
2: R.I.P. Fred the godson I just wanted to throw that in there because just in case we forgot. Yeah,
1: uh, atrocity exhibition.
2: Five. I could go up on that still, cause I whenever I go back and listen to it, I'm just so blown away by the sounds on it and the way he sounds. He is so good. Like triple X, I like a lot more, so I would probably put like a 5.25 on that one, and old would be a five too. So we can get those ones out of the way. And then you know what I'm saying is like a 4.75. Like he's super consistent. Like I really like Danny Brown. Like he's so good, and he's a really good songwriter too.
0: So that very Fiona unique Apple, voice and delivery. Fiona Apple album, huh?
1: What didn't you like about it, Tz?
0: Sounds like uh, this this music was made for uh, that Kent State gun girl.
1: Okay, so your your beef is not with the fact that they gave it a 10. Your beef is just with the album as a whole.
2: I mean, it's this does, just... Wait, does this... Hold on. Does this sound like a coffee shop barista worker type music? And not it? Kent State Girl? Because Kent State Girl... I don't your get that... First
1: one, your first one was way closer.
2: Okay, because like, that's what I was guessing would be the crowd for this. Because when he said that, I'm like, what the fuck? Did I really just miss out on some honky-tonk rock and roll
0: shit? Like crazy Fuck shit no. like that? <laughs> no, it's more so like the mentality and what it's about, and the lyrics and everything behind it.
2: I'm gonna do some reading. You guys
0: talk.
1: Yeah i I didn't get that vibe at all. Like, I liked this album. Uh, I enjoyed it a lot more than fucking the baby and division.
0: See, like I, it, I right, listen right to this way more right, than I listen to those. Right the same lane, like sonically, like this is just something I will never get into, I guess. And like I listened to the first song, and it was fine. And I was like, yeah, you know, this is kind of cool. Until they threw a dolphin at the end of the song, uh, and the screeching. Noise. I don't think that's a dolphin. I think that's her. It, it no, I'm. It's it's her. Don't get me wrong, but I was like, man, you know what? This might not be for me.
1: That's yeah you know that's fair you know
0: and so like i mean her she's got a cool voice and everything and like some of the messages are fine and whatever but i man i tell you what i don't know it's just not appealing to me
1: that's that's fair i don't i don't think i would have given it a 10 but like it's easily an eight an eight five like it's a good fucking album um there's the the one fucking line about, um, uh, there's a wedding dress in the closet. You can wear it. It was never mine. It belonged to the ex wife of another ex of mine. Uh, and then fucking, uh, not cosmonauts. God, I gotta pull up the fucking track list again. Fetch the bolt cutters.
0: But, like, I really didn't care for, like, Shamika.
1: There, I didn't like the, um, like the chorus on that, like Shamika says, I have potential. Yeah. But like the the opening to that is good. That like verse one, like I used to walk down or I used to walk down the streets on my way to school, grinding my teeth to a rhythm invisible. I used my feet to crush dead leaves like they had fallen from trees, just for me to crash to be crash symbols. Um. I used to march down the windy, windy sidewalk, slapping my leg with a riding crop, thinking it made me come off so tough. I didn't smile because a smile always seemed rehearsed. I wasn't afraid of the bullies, and that just made the bullies worse.
0: Maybe she should just be a poet instead of a singer.
1: I mean, she does, like, write poetry. Heavy Balloon. Heavy Balloon's the one I was thinking of. Um, that, uh, I spread, like, strawberries. I climb, like, peas and beans. I've been sucking it in so long, I think I'm busting at the seams.
0: It sounds way better, just like spoken word.
2: It sounds like she's got motherfucking bars. Yeah, she's <laughs> like, there's some fucking heat in there. Just like that, having you read it off to me. I'm never going to listen to this.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll do a spoken word version of this.
2: Um, <clears throat> TZ was just a big hater on it, out the gates.
0: I didn't see it, man. Yeah,
1: like, when I saw that, uh, saw that it was on there, I was like, I have to, like, listen to this. Because if TZ doesn't like it, it's like, someone needs to have a discussion. Because I know Jordan wasn't going to fucking listen to this.
2: You guys didn't say I had to. That's fair. Like, you had Baby on there, but it didn't say you have to listen to it. Plus, I already knew how to fucking cover that album without listening to it. It's really easy. Someone had to provide the history behind baby's rise. Since I know neither of you were there.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I, I didn't have my ear to the mud for that one. Oh, fucking Relay.
2: Relay was also good. The Vince Staples song?
1: Uh, now the yeah That song's great, but
2: the Vince Staples Thank one is you. good <laughs> Thank too. Thank you, TZ That song is great. <laughs> I do. The song is great. It's chirp on Skender. Got burt with the hammer. I ain't playing with the DA. I'm finna hit the corner do a
0: relay. Do we need to? Do we need to talk about who the better uh, Montana singer is? <laughs> French huh? or Hannah?
2: Oh, French Montana beats the shit out of Hannah. Like, what the fuck? Come on.
0: Hannah Montana has more hits.
2: Who gives a shit about her fucking hits? Her songs are fucking ass cheeks. French Montana's got fucking bangers. You ever listen to Mac and Cheese 2?
0: Why is he out here trying to start beef with K. Dot?
2: I don't know, but shout out to Young Thug for coming to Kendrick's Defense. Shout out to Young Thug. That was great. Who also has has more hits than French Montana? Oh, we know that. Like, Thugger is like, Thugger is better than 50 Cent.
0: I don't know what French Montana is trying to do.
2: Be confident. The thing about French Montana is that, like, he does have joints. Like, he has really good songs. And the the thing is is that you guys will never consider him good because you didn't grow up in New York. And, like, I didn't either. But I've been listening to, like, French Montana since we were in high school. Like, I actually did listen to some of his tapes, (laughs) like Mac and Cheese 2, which is really good. The um the New York Minute song on that's really good, and the um the song in the sun with currency is so good. It's so good. He he actually does have joints like Lockjaw is really good and unforgettable. The the Sway Lee song, but the thing is with all of his songs that are really good, it's because of the feature because French Montana is like the most boring MC. I,
1: I was gonna say that um that i will concede that french montana might have more radio hits like he may have had he more doesn't. shit doesn't it no they crunched the i said i didn't think that. Yeah, i didn't think that k-dot fucking had a lot of radio radio friendly hits
2: nah because he had swimming pools he had love he had humble he had i'm just this is off the top of my head loyalty um, yeah loyalty 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 um but no frank uh, frank french does have <laughs> joints the lock just song is really good and yeah. uh, that's pretty cool too
0: but his verses are so blah he's out here wilding what else did you guys listen to this week
1: uh that fiona apple project
0: well yeah, that was a waste of time for you that's straight nah. fucking bars that's, that's a it good investment that's all that's all you that listen time. to tyrell
1: uh, I'm looking up to.
0: What else did you listen
1: to? <clears throat> Come on, uh, listen to that Absol uh, single. That is really
2: good. He's going in on both of those beats. Did you listen to the Isaiah Rashad one?
1: No, nah, I had it queued up, and I just never got to it.
2: That one's good too.
1: That's what Shay was telling me, and that's part of why I didn't get to it
2: uh You also listened to the life of Pierre Four.
1: <laughs> I did. I listened to the life of Pierre Four twice. Yes. I also listened. I listened to uh, Shabazz Palaces because that was on the list at one oh, point. Fuck!
2: Then, I forgot about that because once he said that I didn't have to do it, it went. Did you like <laughs> yeah. that?
1: I don't remember it. Thank you. It was playing while I was fucking trying to set up a stream.
0: I feel justified. Was it really that, just blah? Did you guys ever listen to Shabazz Palace's Black Up? I don't know. Pitchfork gave it a 7.6, so maybe I
2: missed something. Uh, Shabazz Palace's Black Up, the one that came out in, like, 2011, 2012, it's, like, the really early project. Way more interesting than a lot of stuff that they did, besides, like, the, 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 the story one that they did last year, where I just don't remember what that's called, but that one, like, really would drag and I guess it was kind of cool the story, but there was a lot of songs in there that were just kind of eh. But, yeah. but you should listen to Black Up again if you haven't. TZ, you probably okay. have,
0: you just don't remember. Probably. What'd you listen but, to? Uh, uh Smino released a mixtape. Fuck, I forgot. A few to days ago. To that. That's so downloaded. I'm, I've been spinning that a lot. Uh there's this guy named Nate Smith. He released an EP. Uh, jazz. It's like only like five or six songs. Really cool. Uh, I, thought, I think he does a really good job at conveying emotions and storytelling with what he was doing. And I really enjoyed that. Uh, I know you mentioned that Rina Sawayama, Sawaya, Sawayama, yeah, Sawayama girl, uh, her album is so good. Oh, I wish we would have reviewed that this week, but I didn't want to put Should four put albums on the docket.
2: Should have put it on there.
0: I didn't want to put four on there, but oh I might have listened to it. my gosh. It's so... I I got the same feeling listening to her like I did when I listened to the Lizzo album when I thought Lizzo was going to oh, blow up. Oh,
2: gross. Don't do that. Don't don't fucking drag <laughs> her down like that.
0: No, when I thought... like She's like, man, she's going to be popular. And... I, don't I think it. a lot of her there's tracks in here it's like man these could be really popular radio hits
2: like which one say it
0: you want to say Com de Garçon"?
2: like the boys like the boys <laughs>
0: <laughs> but no I listened. To to,
2: eventually listen to that in six months
0: I listened to that and I thought that was really cool and that's pretty much about it I mean Buddy and Kent Jams had a project too it was kind of what I oh I, liked, I didn't
2: but, listen to that one saw it
0: and then Vic Spencer so also released ba- an album
2: you didn't listen to Babyface Ray? All right. No. More sleeping on Detroit rappers. Okay. I did listen to that. It was four-song EP. The last song, the instrumental, was really cool. Um, I don't remember the Wolfie DeMichaels, but I do remember why I had this put on here. It was on my chill mix, and I was streaming. And I said, Tyrell, write this down. I didn't go back <laughs> to it again, but it was cool when I listened to it while I was streaming. The yeah. Dream Project, the, SX, the Sex Tape Part 4, was very interesting. I only listened to it once. There is a three-song stretch in the middle where I really wanted to, um, to share one of the songs, but the, uh, the, um, the title of it was really weird, and I didn't like it. But okay. I can't remember this one song. I can't remember the title of it either because I can't find the fucking track list. I thought I would have it on standby, but I don't. But um, what was the song that I was talking about last night? Um... Like, it's a really weird beat, and it's like, fuck my brains out or some shit. <laughs> and I was, I was like, trying to think of
0: the name of it. And I can't remember what you <laughs> said it was.
2: That song is so funny. It's not sexy. The absolute single fire. Big Baby Gucci Project. The intro is so good. And it's, <laughs> I wrote, LMAO, it's so deep in my fucking bag. God, yo, fuck TZ. Because I know he wouldn't like it. <laughs> And then the Kia A Forever Project, Forever Your Girl. Uh, Shout out New York, Lo-Fi, Depressed, Hip-Hop, and R&B. Sounds really cool. Reminds me a little bit of Erica Badu, and I really liked the production on it, and I really found it a lot more engaging than Division. Even though it was really stripped down, I really liked the sounds of it, and I found her a lot more interesting than whatever the fuck Division was doing. They're not the same name at all. They're opposite sounding they don't sound at all the same but they're they're really um her project is really cool and i really liked it T doesn't like boring stuff i guess quote unquote because he said that he found it boring um i also listened to baby keem die for my bitch a couple of the songs on there orange soda fire uh the playboy cardi single i've been listening to at least once every day you know in preparation and then i listened to oh three Greedo a lot good shit good shit buckhead one of the best songs i've ever heard in my life um and then i listened to dicaprio too because i watched a video where kenny beats talked about the breakdown of stick talk and it made me want to listen to the whole album which is a lot better than i remember it
0: is there anything on the list that you're excited for to listen to over the weekend that's coming out tonight i'm
1: kind of excited for this tom mish project
2: only quality chris K-Kan i'm excited for tom okay.
0: mish i'm excited he for a, chris
2: did you listen to the freddie gibbs song that's gonna be on there
0: uh yeah mm, i don't know i've been holding off on listening to the singles yeah tom mish is kind of whatever oh, he's, cool. Uh, he's cool he's cool don't get no, me wrong he's cool no, no, no. he's cool tom mish is good he's cool He's cool. Um, it's, just, I, it's just
2: lo-fi chill hip-hop beats to study to.
0: I can't remember. Uh, what project is it do I always go back to for him? It's the one with He's the Is that hand. one from 2018? the one. Cool, but, oh, no. Uh, beat Tape 2. Yep, it's cool. Beat Tape 2 is really cool. Geography was good, too, but I really like Beat Tape 2. Yep, it's cool. Um, I'm, yeah.
1: I'll also listen to this fucking Wiley project just because
0: it's like 24 no songs. No one else here
1: will. What are you good talking luck? about? Yeah.
2: I've listened
0: to all of the last Wiley tapes.
1: Oh fuck, I didn't think you would. I, I love, love UK
2: rap. What I'm low key
0: excited for John Connor.
2: Me too. He he used to he's fucking He used to spit bars. Yeah, really good. Bars on bars. Uh,
1: on bars. Twitter
0: questions.
2: Bars on bars. Do we have any?
0: Uh
1: I I had one question that I don't know if you want to like address. Yes. Um No. It, it it was a question that I got at fucking three AM on Facebook. Yes. But I was like, you know what? It's about music. Um, is it good? The, no. Uh, the question. I'm curious to hear your your input. Um, so the question was: uh, Is downtown by um, I fucking heard that, regardless of how far away you put your mic. <laughs> um, but uh, it was: Is downtown by Mclemore and Ryan Lewis a bop, or am I just white?
2: Just white. Yeah. Get that fucker out of here. Block him. Don't ever want to talk to him again.
1: I Sounds described like it as I would
2: never associate with.
1: I described it as a white people bop, as in it'll get a crowd moving, but it's got to be all white people, or at least majority white people.
0: I told Tyrell if I hear that song come on, it, it is a signal that I need to go get a new drink.
1: Yeah, it's and a I said that I need if to I hear, call an Uber. If I hear that song come on, I know Whoop. what what the demographic of this fucking party is. Um. Also, I didn't realize that they fucking resurrected Melly Mel and uh, Grandmaster Kaz for that fucking shit song.
0: Yeah, who gives a shit? <sighs> yeah. yeah. Well, that does it for this week.
1: I got one more album for Jordan <coughs> Um, Urban Legend, T.I.
2: Haven't listened to that in a long time. I'd really have to sit down with it. Okay, so trap music. Okay, so... <laughs> Urban Legends the one that I haven't sat down and listened to for a while because that one has ASAP that one has You Don't Know Me, and then what else is on there? There's a couple more songs on there. It's bring really- Em out. <clears throat> I'm sick of that song. I fucking hate Bring Them Out now because that used to be a basketball warm-up song they'd always play. God, bring and out, I've heard it so out. many times. So fucking. Uh. But um, I would have to. I'd have to really think about it, but it would be like a four to four five. I bet if it peaked. King would be like a five. King and trap music would be like a five. I'd have to really think about it. TI versus TIP would be like a 4.5 or a 4.25. Those are pretty high. I would really have to think about TI's discography. I haven't thought about TI's
0: discography in a long ass time. Go find us on Twitter, at Pod. Hit us up. Give us recommendations. Give us Twitter questions. You know the deal. Onlyfans.com
2: slash Yosh.
0: We'll see you next week
2: I'm Trying to pay for my kids oh tuition my gosh. Bye I'm gonna go follow it right now
0: Oh my gosh
2: It's just my dick
0: Oh my gosh
1: Oh my gosh Round of applause Give me round of applause round of applause give me round of applause
0: round of applause give me round of applause round of applause give me round of applause well the devil trying to take my spot i just made a million i'm like oh my